We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. The industry is lacking the honest experience and grit required to overcome the struggle, and we're here to fill that gap. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Hey guys, welcome back. You are listening to Ivy Unleashed here with Brooke and Andrea. How are we doing? I'm a little uncomfortable. Oh yeah? Yeah. Interesting. I'm glad because we can talk about it today. That's what we are talking about today. Right. (laughs) I'm so excited to talk about because I actually did something today to make myself uncomfortable intentionally because I knew we were going to record on this. Get out. Guess what I did? Mm, You ate something that was white. Actually, yes, I did. I had, that wasn't it though. I had blue cheese crumbles on my Brussels sprouts and I, oh I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I tried it. For those of you that don't know, Andrea has a weird thing with white creamy substances, ranch, she can't blue do cheese, it. cottage cheese. No, thank you. But what I did was <laughs> the cold shower. <gasps> oh my God. I did it. Oh, this makes me so excited. I did it too. Today? Yes. This morning. <laughs> so I've never done it before. Okay. We talked about this months ago. Yeah. And today I was like. What a perfect thing for me to try it now because this is about getting yes. comfortable to see if there's benefits from it. Did it? I could not stop laughing. <laughs> so it was like the perfect thing to do because laughing, laughing. I couldn't. It. It was weird. It was like I was so like, what am I doing? Why am I freezing? But I don't know. I just created <laughs> laughter, and then I just felt like a mean bucks. Aww. And I think it just... You're welcome. It boosted my mood. Yes, thank you. I'm so glad I tried it. Well, not only is it uncomfortable, but it does have scientific research behind it that shows its benefits with anxiety and stimulating you know, your brain and your mood and all these things. So you probably thought it was funny because you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I've heard Brooke and people talk about it, but to actually experience it. But know that there is a reason that. You did benefit from it other than laughing this morning. Yeah. Which is great. It was great. I'm so Uh, glad I tried it. Are you going to do it again? I'm going to do it again. I wouldn't say, like, I had no desire to try the cold shower, like, whatsoever. But you're not the only person I've heard it from. So I'm like, you know what? This Brooke girl, she knows something, (laughs) huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been uncomfortable basically all year with strength training. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's one of those goals that, you know, I'm drawn to running and I am really seeing the benefits. I mean, you talked about my booty right before we started and I'm like, it's looking good. Yeah. And it just shows that you can transform your body. You can Mm -hmm. transform your mind with getting uncomfortable and trying new things. And then it, you know, I feel like it goes along with confidence too, where you're showing yourself, you can do these things that you've promised that you'll do. Like committing to something every day is super hard. I'm five full months in and I've missed six days and I want to keep it at six days. I don't want to mm-hmm. miss another one, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm at 95%. I don't want to be at 95. Yeah. But it takes that initial being extremely uncomfortable and knowing that what you're going to hit and what you're reaching towards is greater than the discomfort mm-hmm. because there is no growth in the comfort zone and it's hard. And that's what we want to talk to you guys mm-hmm. today about. We have been doing some really, really hard work on ourselves. We have been going to therapy. We've been creating a business. We have been pushing ourselves and unpeeling these layers of ourself and why we are the way we are. And it's hard work. And we were talking the other day about 
how do we get comfortable being uncomfortable? What is, is this worth it? And how do we wrap our brains around that we are doing good things, even though it doesn't feel like it because we're so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finding the balance in it, finding the joy in it, finding strength in it, learning lessons through it. And so, you know, thinking about it, you know, what does building your endurance, what does building your confidence, what does creating a new habit or strengthening relationships or building a business or becoming more intentional with your finances, strengthening your faith? Like what do all of these things have in common? Getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It truly is. It's, it's finding the value in those things that it doesn't feel good in the moment sometimes, which is kind of our signal, like something's off here. I need to stop this. Mm -hmm. This is uncomfortable. I don't like it. So when we're learning a new skill or implementing a new training plan or cutting back on spending or becoming more intentional with our relationships, I think just accepting this is uncomfortable and I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. It's that acknowledging piece that has been helpful for me. When I am getting lost in the discomfort and feeling like I have no control because I am uncomfortable and my brain is searching for familiar. It wants to feel like it's protected. It's doing its job. And so to acknowledge it and, and something my therapist had told me and, and we worked on was when I'm feeling this moment of, and this, these thoughts of why am I doing this? Something like things are going really well. And then, it, you know, two steps forward, one step back. And I tell myself, thank you. I acknowledge it because it's trying to protect me, my body, my brain, but I choose growth and just leave it at that. And that kind of speaks to the acknowledge it and do it anyways. But it's still hard. <laughs> it's so hard. And sometimes this uncomfortable feeling can go both ways, mm -hmm. right? Like you and I are big self-growth people. And part of that sometimes is getting uncomfortable with stepping back and not being so chronically striving for this greatness. Sometimes the uncomfortable feeling is Sabbath. Yeah. It's a day of rest. It's taking a day to turn it off for a second. And whatever that means, sometimes it's pouring yourself into something you know that rejuvenates you. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's connection with people. Sometimes it's silence. Sometimes it's whatever it is. But I think this uncomfortable feeling doesn't necessarily always mean push yourself and build a business. Sometimes this uncomfortable feeling is chill out for a second and stop being so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with that balance of constantly feeling like I'm the special project that needs tending to. I constantly feel like I could be better. I could be nicer. I could be kinder. I could be smarter. I could be more compassionate. I could be faster. I could be all of these things that exhaust me. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I'm exhausted. And then I'm second guessing everything. Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing enough? And I get confused because my brain needs a break. And so sometimes, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about the growth that pushes yourself, the growth that gets you to try new things and to get off the couch. And that's going to be a big part of this episode. But also you can flip this when you feel like you're getting too hard on yourself because you've been striving seven days a week. That's also a sign mm -hmm. that feeling of I'm not doing anything right is a signal as well to get uncomfortable with just taking a hot second to chill. Yeah. Before you get to that burnout phase, it's checking in. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Is it because I'm doing something really, really great and it's scary and it's okay? Or am I doing way too much and my body needs a break? 
And both of those are great and they're okay. It comes down to quieting the outside noise, figuring out what you need and getting in tune with that discomfort and what it's trying to teach you. Is it helping you? Or is it hurting you? Yeah. And I think the reason why Brooke and I feel so compelled to talk about this is we can speak to this ourselves. We are consistently in the space of trying to find that balance of I'm really uncomfortable because I'm really pushing myself. We are going blindly into a business that requires a ton (laughs) of technology, a ton of strategy, a ton of money strategy that Mm -hmm. we've never done before. And so we're constantly pushing ourselves to learn new things, to try new things. And there's always something to be done, which I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. You know, there's, oh, I can just do one more thing, add one more thing off, knock one more thing off the to-do list. There's always something. And so when we know that there's always something we could be doing, how do we get comfortable being in this discomfort of I've done enough, Mm -hmm. I can give myself a break or I need to keep moving and pushing the needle forward. What else do I need to do? Yeah. And so there's, we're going to be kind of going back and forth on that flip side. Part of this is Brooke and I not only push ourselves. So we feel like we have a lot to say about how we do that, but also we talk to 50 plus clients a week and everybody has a longing, a desire Mm -hmm. in them that is so easy to push down, to silence, to not hear, to maybe have it be like this longing that's Oh, that's just, you know, that's just a dream. You know, that's all when I was little, I thought that, but I used to be in good shape. I used to be able to do that. There's no way I could be a runner, but oh my gosh, I I wish I I had more time or I love if only. Yeah. I love watching runners. It it makes me feel so excited. I wish I could be in a marathon, but there's no way, but there's something in you that's speaking to you saying, just try it. Just get out there. Mm -hmm. Like just go get some running shoes or just go explore this new you know, business endeavor or whatever it may be. And so we're going to talk through that, trying to listen to that noise because we all have desires that are calling us and, you know, we're listening to ours right now. And then it veers off into different, you know, aspects Mm -hmm. of our business and, and personal life and stuff like that. And it's important to decide, you know, am I going to be comfortable with shushing that noise Or am I going to get uncomfortable and just pursue it a bit and see what it could do to my life? Yeah. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and she was talking about her friends are the creator of Quest Bars. And when either of them, they're each other's support. It's a husband and wife and they're, they're each other's support team. And when either of them has an idea, whatever it may be, the other asks, no BS, what is it going to take? And it just gets you thinking, Mm -hmm. is this something I could do? What is it really going to take? How do I break this goal into small steps? Do I have what it takes? Could I even do this? And setting it up for, does this make sense? This calling that I have, like, let's just explore it. Mm -hmm. Let's just start there and see if this is worth it. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but there's a starting point. Mm -hmm. And I love that no BS. Yeah. Like stop wondering, stop dreaming. Let's get really specific. Don't put in these little excuses that aren't even valid. Mm -hmm. And I mean, any super successful person will say, all I had to do was break it down into, you know, step by step. I just did the next best thing or the next right thing that got me momentum. And we're learning that too. Like we say things about ourselves, not being able to know technology and that we're bad at it, but it's not true. It's absolutely not true because there's instructions on how to do everything, configure it out. And we are. Mm -hmm. And I think, 
you know, when you think about that no BS and those excuses and things that can kind of come into play, it's why is it worth getting uncomfortable? What is the big why behind like why we should actually push ourselves to get uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. And that's the answer to everything. And I think it's number one, less regrets. I didn't want to live my life with this nagging feeling of wanting to leave something behind for my kids. Mm-hmm. It's constantly nagging at me. And it wasn't like the answers I was coming up with weren't the right ones. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was a podcast, but at first it was Shutterfly books. And then I'm like, this just isn't it. Mm-hmm. It's journaling. But like, I don't like sitting down and writing for that long of a time. Maybe you like eventually. hearing your voice. I actually, <laughs> I do. Because well, I feel like it's the easiest way to communicate with people. That's why I coach. Yeah. Because I think having a conversation, especially with you, who's also trying to grow yourself and learn and you're in a different age group. Like we have so much to learn from each other mm-hmm. that I do think it's the best route to leave behind because- I want them to know there isn't one right answer and that I'm not the expert and that mm-hmm. they know their truth and that each person has their own answers to what is it I want to pursue? What is calling me? What, what am I not listening to? Whose like opinion am I valuing more than my own on what I should be doing in my life? I never want that to be how my kids feel. I could mm-hmm. cry about it. Like I want them to be exactly who they are, built the way they were built and figure out their strengths and then when they start to get those answers, pursue them no matter Mm -hmm. how uncomfortable they are. And so, you know, I'm showing them that by answering the call of what I feel like I'm called to do right now, that I can help people on a broader scale, right? Like my job is helping people as a coach, but this is a higher level where it's it's, a platform that you can reach whoever, whoever stumbles upon us. We our next guest coming up found us randomly on Instagram, has a beautiful story to share. And that's exactly one of the reasons that we started Ivy Unleashed was to share not only our stories, but other people's stories, because there is growth and struggle there in this discomfort is beauty. And when we share our struggle, we show other people that it's okay to be vulnerable and that it's a part of life. Yeah. And who would have known? Mm-hmm. A, a random woman in Alaska would <laughs> be someone that we're sitting down with and that, you know, we talked to her for 15 minutes today and learned so much and I'm just inspired. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think listening to that story, your own story, the routes that you take to get to healing, the desires you have, they're in there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so getting uncomfortable is just part of life to get that full joy and to experience life fuller instead mm-hmm. of in your small capacity that's really comfortable and easy to just do the same things you're always doing. Yeah. So I'm thinking about when we talk to our clients and our own experience and we want to try something new and there's that, that that bit of hesitation that's it's uncomfortable, moving forward is uncomfortable and this idea of just do it, do it anyways. Mm-hmm. How do we do it anyways? What are some tips and some things we can give our listeners that when it does get hard and we need to remind ourselves of why we're doing this, how do we become okay with the discomfort? I think it's thinking about what you're doing and what it's giving Mm -hmm. you now. So what's easier than staring at your phone or a TV and laying in bed or on the couch? There's nothing easier than that. It's super easy. It's super comfortable. What is it giving you? And I'm not saying you can't ever do those things. The answer is not don't ever do them. But I do think there is a shift in time and energy that I've made and I'm still making it that's moving my focal point from 
a drama show that they're all talking behind each other's back mm. to a book that's teaching me something that's making me more compassionate, learn something about the world, and that I can move myself to a more fulfilled space. And so it's a process. It's not like there's one way to do this or there's a right answer. But I do think when you're tuning into those things that are numbing you or you notice why you're grabbing your phone and going to TikTok, that Mm -hmm. you're avoiding feelings, you're avoiding uncomfortable feelings. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I do do that. Nothing wrong, don't judge it. But just notice, like, what could I shift a little bit? Maybe it's just lessening your time doing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's figuring out what what does actually boost my mood. You can shift your focal point to something that just gives you energy yeah. instead of depletes you. I think it's the long-term wins, right? And that feel-good long-term. I heard Jay Shetty say the other day, he said, the things that are bad for us are easy and make us feel good in the moment. The things that are good for us are hard work but they last that feeling of good and that actually deeply, truly fills us up. The moving our body, fueling it, nourishing it, surrounding ourselves with people who care about us and don't want, don't want to just talk about random people behind their backs, like these deep, meaningful conversations. And I've been thinking about that lately. It's the easy things. And to your point, the grabbing the phone, being on your phone late at night when I should be sleeping, this whole bedtime revenge idea. It's every action, right? There's a positive intention behind it. And what is our phone giving us? It's it's numbing us. It's giving us a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how can I get that break somewhere else? Maybe by sleeping and feeling well rested. It's such a mindset shift Mm-hmm. And to your point, it doesn't happen overnight, but I think when we ask ourselves the why, that constant check-in of, why am I doing the things I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Are they aligning with who I want to be and what's important to me? Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're totally comfortable with where you're at, you don't want to grow, you're okay staying on the couch, having no energy, you are absolutely 100% content, which I, I doubt you are. Because everyone wants to do better and be better for other people, if not for yourself. But there's something in you that's saying, what do I want to leave behind? Who do I really want to be? And I think it takes asking that question of why? Mm -hmm. What's important to me? What do I need to do? And when I'm in those moments that are really hard and uncomfortable, coming back to that why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I like what you said too about Jay Shetty and things that take effort, you know, it is hard when you're in that space and that's your comfort zone is on the couch and TV. It is hard to shift from it. It Mm -hmm. truly is because it's so easy. But I think of like, when you were saying that, I was thinking of therapy and I have these aha moments with my therapist sometimes that she makes me go to these places from like childhood. And I have these like overwhelming emotional feelings where I get the message she's trying to send to me. I get how I felt at that time. And all I want is to quickly move through it Mm -hmm. and not have it affect me anymore, you know, and it just doesn't work like that. And I think it's finding the value in I'm doing the uncomfortable work with my therapist, whether I look forward to it or not. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can handle being ripped open again, you know, (laughs) but it is over time making me more aware. Mm -hmm. It's teaching me something. And, you know, I even said out loud to her, I was like, I just want to move through this feeling. And I, I get what you're saying. And I just want to not feel the sad about it anymore, you know? And she said, that's the beautiful part about being a human being. You are a different human being 
than you were one hour ago before we started talking. And you will continue to be a different human being. And you can keep choosing how to evolve from here. Mm -hmm. Right. It's that choice. And I think when you fully believe that you have the choice, the only control that you need is within you. And you have to fully decide and tell yourself, yes, I can. The only person I need is myself because I'm the only, the only actions I can control are my own. I think a lot of time we like to play, feel sorry for ourselves and not want to go back to that place. But to your point, we can control how we look at it now. We have mm-hmm. to feel it to heal it and it And stop sucks. being a victim of it. Yeah, it's, it's it hard. Sucks. It's, it's hard, but well, it's easy to use it. Like, I don't want to get up because I was treated so poorly and this breakup has got me down. And it's like, if you start to think kind of connecting to that next step being uncomfortable to this is good. It's mm-hmm. uncomfortable, which means it's going to bring some good and tying, like you said, to the why. It's going to bring up, you know, these feelings of... I'm moving in the right direction because this is kind of uncomfortable. I'm not really pumped that I'm outside walking right now. <laughs> right. Like, what if we look at the discomfort as growth? The right path. Like, this is this is it. This is good. This is it's going. It's new. It's foreign because I've never been there before. I think when we tell our brain that it's okay, this this is right. This is good. And how you talk yourself through in those moments is everything. Mm -hmm. What are the thoughts that you're thinking? What are you telling yourself? Are you saying, oh, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. Or are you saying, I'm doing it. I got this. I'm doing it. I can do this. I got this. Yes, I can. One step at a time. Absolutely. And I also just have to say that, you know, we're always posting on social media, like workouts and cute TikToks and stuff like that. I'm uncomfortable all the time. (laughs) (laughs) same everything I do people are like you are so fast you have it all put together and it's like no I got up really early today I was super uncomfortable to get out of bed I wanted to stay in it nothing is more comfortable on the planet than my bed promise you mine <laughs> no <laughs> and no way and then you know it's like I get compliments on my marathons and running it's like I run so many times when I don't want to mm-hmm I put myself in uncomfortable situations all the time. I'm getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And yeah, there's a balance of it. But I feel like when you think about anybody you're looking at and you think they have it put together and they're super driven, they are constantly uncomfortable. They're doing it anyway. All the time. They are doing it anyway. That is for sure. As long as you're aligned. I think it's about living in alignment with what's calling you and your desires, going after it anyway, and knowing that... The more I do this, the more fulfilled I will feel, the more whole I will feel, the more I can give back to people, the more I will have those values as a part of what I'm doing. And it just feels so good. Can I tell you about a moment where I had to just fully accept the discomfort and just sit with it? Please. So earlier this week, last week was tough. I was just off my morning routine and I knew that like, okay, start of new week, Monday, I woke up at four, it was good. Tuesday, 4 a.m. comes around. I get out of my bed, I have my hatch alarm clock positioned on the opposite side of my room so that I physically have to get up. And so it goes off, I get up and I'm stuck and I literally am like planted one foot and I'm like about to go back in my bed and I just pause. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> like literally that's what's going on in my head. It's like, I know what I need to do. I know what I want to do, but it's so comfortable. And I just stood there and I just sat with it. Mm. And then I said to myself, okay, what's the next thing I can do other than jump in my bed? Like, what do I need to do? And I was like, turn on the light, just turn on the light. 
And I just did it. I just sat in my discomfort. I love it. I wish I, I had a video of this. Question, but it was one of those moments where I was like, I was uncomfortable and I did it anyway. And in a split second, like how, what we say to ourselves just dictates everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your mindset. It's huge. And to your point of being uncomfortable and doing it anyway, it was so uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable all day, every day. Mm-hmm. But I tell myself, you're doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. This is your why. You're bigger than your why. This discomfort is pushing you forward. It's propelling you. It's getting you ready. Ellie, my roommate, she has this saying of a slingshot. And when you're putting time and effort and pouring into yourself, it's like you're pulling back on a slingshot. And when you fill yourself up and you're just let go and you're just going to unleash and go crazy. And so I have that visual and it's helped me so much. What I'm trying to say is that there's these little snippets that you can have, these tools that you can have in your toolkit to help you, your go-to sayings, your go-to visualizations, right? If you know that you're not a morning person, what's one thing that can help you make it easier? For me, it's my feet hit the floor and I know that I need to turn on the light. Yeah. And it's eventually you'll do those things that make you uncomfortable so much that right. you recognize them as an, yep, it's coming. Yep. I'm going to want to get back in bed, but I'm not because the whole rest of that day, I thanked myself for just doing the uncomfortable thing in that mm-hmm. moment. And so eventually it's like this process, like I said, of shifting from the TV and the phone to shifting into something a little bit more fulfilling. And in the moment, it's not fulfilling. In the mm-hmm. moment, it doesn't feel good. But you know from experience, because you've done it so many times, or you're going to tell yourself, I'm going to do this this one time, and then I'm going to do it tomorrow, or I'm going to try it for three days, or whatever, until you're able to recognize that uncomfortable feeling as, yep, I knew this is coming. I've overcame it before. I've planned for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's making me think of this TED Talk that I saw, and it was from Bill Ekstrom, and he was high up in his company. The title of it is why comfort will ruin your life. And so it of course caught my attention because I'm like, hmm, okay, let's see what Bill has to offer. (laughs) And he tells his story of how he was high up in his company and the CEO or the president calls him in to his office. Happens all the time. He reports to the president, no big deal. And he's fired. Oh, thrown like not expecting it at all totally pushed out of his comfort zone, right? He has no idea what what to do now. He's sitting there. He goes home, crawls in bed for three hours, is miserable. Everything he knew vanished. Through this experience, he gets thinking about growth and why it's so uncomfortable. Why putting yourself in new positions, looking for a new job, these things, why are they so uncomfortable? This new when we know that it's helping us. And so he develops this concept of growth rings. And so he has four growth rings and think of them in order. So you have stagnation, order, complexity, chaos. And this helped him see why growth is so uncomfortable. And it totally helped me realize it too. And so this idea is first stagnation, right? You're not doing anything. You're not moving. Next, you have order. You know that the effort you put into it, your actions, you can predict your outcomes. You know what's happening. You have order in your life. Then there's complexity. Complexity is we don't really know what's going to happen. We're doing new actions that we don't know what these these effects, the effects are going to be. We don't know what the outcomes are going to be. And then there's chaos, which is just we have no predictability at all. So I guess my question is, like, are you supposed to fall in one of those categories? Do you move through them? Is it mm-hmm. linear? Is it bounce around? Like, what is he saying is the magic? The magic is 
complexity. Okay. If you want to grow, if you want to be better than where you're at, you need some complexity and you can get there by three different ways, he says. And this is the growth zone. So think of it, order, you know that what you're doing, you're staying where you're at. It's the same old, same. If you want to grow, you need some complexity in your life. And he defines it three different ways. It can either be forced upon you, like him losing his job, can be someone can help you get there. Someone can push you. Think of a coach, a parent, a leader, mentor. Yep. Or you can trigger it yourself. And the thing is that anyone can trigger it at any time. And he goes into this beautiful explanation of Rosa Parks, right? She said, nope. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. And think about what happened. Yeah. We can consciously acknowledge the discomfort. We can choose to say, yep, I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to go with it because I believe that I have the power to whatever happens, whatever the outcome is, I can handle it. Mm-hmm. I've been there before and I know that I'm doing this for a reason. Uh, he says that either consciously or unconsciously, people select comfort and we need to be pushed. That's the idea of needing a coach. Think about playing basketball. You want to level up. You want to get better. You think Kobe didn't need a coach, right? Like we Mm -hmm. need these people to push us to get better and it's uncomfortable. But he says, and this quote I love, he says, it's not the situations you should fear but your own willingness to accept or seek discomfort that will dictate the growth of not only you, but the entire world. So not only are you staying stagnant by not choosing discomfort, but future generations, the people around you, think of the Me Too movement. First woman that spoke out, you don't think she was uncomfortable? Right. And, you know, we think about this idea of why and coming back to it. And a lot of times when our why is bigger and outside of ourselves, it's more easy to follow through when we're getting healthy because we want to be around for our grandbabies or anything that doesn't have to do with us. It's, it's a bigger reason. I think it's it's beautiful. And the way he has it labeled of these are your stages and you're getting pushed out and to have a little bit of discomfort, to have a whole lot of success and growth, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I think the missing piece in this conversation, I'm sure he addressed it though, is fear. Because mm-hmm. when I think of someone pushing me towards something, it scares me because I'm not the one driving it or I'm not the one choosing it. And I think people are afraid of how they're going to feel in this because mm-hmm. there are these scary feelings that happen when you chase a dream. You feel inadequate because you don't know things. You feel dumb because you don't understand. You feel like you know, I'm not that social. I don't, I know I need to go connect with people at this conference to build whatever skill I'm trying to build, but like, it's, I'm going to feel nervous and these feelings scare you Mm -hmm. and they're real. And it's not like something that you need to just push through. I think sometimes you need to say like, okay, this is my why this is going to change the world potentially. At least it will change my life for now. Who knows what it mm-hmm. will do. But I do think magic happens when you listen to your dream and you go for it because it will inspire people. Mm-hmm. And it will, whether it's other people that like to take the information that you're giving or if it's just inspiration to also chase their dreams. Yeah. There is something about it, but those feelings are so scary to address. Like you're afraid of the feelings that will come because of your fear. And so addressing them like, I may feel stupid for a second, but also there's a book I can read to learn more about it on my own before I go or whatever. I think it's scary. Yeah. And to your point, there's always something you can do, right? Like that's what we preach day in and day out is there's always something, but what's the worst that could happen? 
I think the two questions I ask when it comes to fear is what's the worst that could happen and what's the cost of staying where you're at? Like it's hard. It's hard to sit on the couch and be miserable and not be able to move and keep up with your babies. And it's hard work to wake up at 5am and work out, like choose your hard. Again, it comes back to how are you talking to yourself? This fear, how are you handling this fear? What are you saying to yourself? Are you asking for help? Are you being vulnerable and saying, I'm scared, but I want to do it anyway. And I need a coach to push me and to make it not seem as scary. Mm -hmm. Or at first, maybe it's just a friend, someone that, you know, like loves you so much. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it's eventually a coach where like, I'm serious about this aspiration I want to go for, you know, because like you said, people like Kobe and Michael Jordan, you know, they... They always had coaches. Like Michael Jordan paid his coach to not coach other people. Because <laughs> it was like so it was so important to him that he had this consistent person to challenge his every move mm-hmm. and to make sure that he was following the path and then having someone question him like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. What's our next step? You know, or take a day of rest. Right. You're hurt. Like yeah. you have to recover. Well, our body's job and our brain's job, right, is to protect us. And so it wants comfortable. It wants easy. And so we have to push it. And so I think when we acknowledge the fact that this is normal to feel uncomfortable because our body is seeking comfort. And the more we do these uncomfortable things, the more comfort it's going to bring because we're used to them. We get used to them. We build these habits just like walking. Think about when you're little and you start walking, you don't say, no, this is uncomfortable. I'm not going to keep going. Like, no, you push and you keep going and eventually it becomes habit. And now you don't even think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thinking of walking, thinking of starting small, thinking of the beginning of all Mm -hmm. of this, there are certain needs that have to be met first in order to get into this growth zone. You know, it's um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So before we can get to the point of achieving our potential and even thinking about self-fulfillment, there are some things that need to be in place, like the basics. And even if you have a really great situation in life, sometimes people, you know, they have an unsafe environment in their neighborhood. They have an abusive relationship at home. And so it's the needs of, you know, food and water, security and safety, which includes healthy relationships in your mm-hmm. life. And it got me thinking too, when I was, uh, when I was reading that is the importance of therapy, because you can have most of your life figured out as far as these basic needs. But if you have this trauma from your past that keeps kind of bringing you back yeah. and you and you don't address it, you may start achieving your dreams or you may start having these bigger goals, but then you're going to have these negative thoughts of this trauma that you haven't quite dealt with or you haven't worked through. And so mm-hmm. I mean, we literally talk about therapists every episode, but it's so important. Get one. <laughs> yeah, it's so important because getting to the self-fulfillment spot, it, it's just harder for some people because they lose their job and then they don't have money to meet their basic mm-hmm. needs. So like some of this may not even apply to you because you're like, first I need to figure out how to pay my utility bill. Yeah. Or I need to be able to get my groceries before I can think about chasing a dream. I totally get it. And maybe your start is just listening to that voice a little bit and knowing like once I get all these things in order and I'm able to live in a safe environment or I'm out of this negative relationship or I'm able to get adequate sleep, like even that is a basic need is getting this adequate sleep. So sometimes you're a new mom or dad and your sleep is crap Mm -hmm. because you're up all the time. 
you cannot reach your potential and chase these self-fulfillment dreams when you're completely exhausted and don't even have the capacity to function out a day. Right. And so I think sometimes too, it's taking the step back to think about like, are all my basic needs met first so that I can do this? Right. Like, would it be smart with a newborn baby to start a new business? to do these things. Like, no, it's not realistic because to your point, these needs aren't being met. I need to take care of myself first. And when you check in, what is the taking care of you need right now? What mm-hmm. does that need to look like for oh, you? Maybe it is you do have a newborn baby and you're like, I thought I was going to stay at home and I'm not. I want to chase my dream. Actually, my dream yeah. is I'm going to get myself yeah. a nanny. But like no s- BS, what's it going to take? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to acknowledge those barriers that are real Mm -hmm. and they can really limit yourself. And to be able to focus on chasing these dreams is, are all my needs met for sure before I dive into anything that's going to really need my full attention Mm -hmm. and my full ability to navigate and troubleshoot. And, you know, building a business is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm tired. I'm just kidding. No, it's, it just keeps coming down to, to this idea of checking in with yourself. You know, I think when it, what's really helped me when it comes to being uncomfortable and pushing myself, whether that be fighting for answers with my health or getting my butt out of bed at 4am, it's having these designated times to check in with myself. And for me, that's been early morning to journal and meditate and have that quiet time to say, and to reflect on what do I need and are these needs being met? And so I'd say that that's a great place to start, to have this time to check in. What do I need? Where do I need to go? What makes sense for me so that when I am really, really uncomfortable, I have this to come back to? Mm -hmm. And that uncomfortable space, I love thinking about what that means. What does that uncomfortable space mean? And I read this study from these two psychologists, Robert Yerkes and John Dodson, where they talked about, you know, it's the, the gist of the study is this balance between boredom, mm-hmm. doing nothing, and panic, where this happens to me sometimes. I have both sometimes, where it's like, I'm bored because I'm not chasing my dream. Okay, so I start doing these things, or I'm bored, so I sign up for a marathon or whatever it may be. But then the panic is, I'm overdoing it, I'm overanalyzing, I'm pushing myself too hard, I'm not resting enough. So they talk about like, that middle ground, finding that ability to meet somewhere in the middle where you're not bored, you are pushing yourself, mm-hmm. but it's not to that point of like pure panic. And what was their answer? Well, it's a graph. <laughs> and the, the whole idea is just don't get to those extremes. It's really basic, but it's important to think about like, wow, I'm feeling kind of anxious these days. Like what's wrong with me? Tuning in exactly mm-hmm. like you said. And I think the key for me is to notice when I'm going from that fulfilling growth zone to that panic, I can't do anything right. Mm-hmm. I, why can't I do anything right? Why is everything falling apart? And it's to me now, that uncomfortable feeling is peel it back, take a step back, Take a day. Use the Sabbath. I was going to say, get in your Sabbath. <laughs> get in the Sabbath. Yeah. And I, it's not a good feeling to feel like you're never doing enough. Mm-hmm. And that's also a key takeaway is, yes, you need to push yourself. But sometimes when nothing feels right, that's not the answer. Mm-hmm. The, like what you're doing, something's got to shift from there. And if you feel like you're not doing enough, I challenge you to write down for a whole day everything you're doing. And that will show you that you are doing a lot and mm-hmm. you're doing okay. And maybe it'll show you the things that you could delegate 
and have other people do so that you can add more things in that will fill up your cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think of Nikki Lemon said on her episode, how her dad told her, if you figure out what you love, you'll never work a day Mm -hmm. in your life. And that's how I feel about Gold Ivy. I feel like our work, you know, I feel so aligned with what we're doing that I could do it all day long. And it doesn't stress me out to edit an episode for hours because I know the message that we're trying to deliver will help someone. And so I'd encourage you to think about what that is for me. You know, what is it that I could do all day long that fulfills me and it doesn't feel like work. I look forward to it. I Mm -hmm. enjoy it because that's what we're trying to get you to. No matter what that is, if that's your fitness routine, something with your health, something with business, something with your personal relationships, we all have things we want to work on. And so thinking about like, what does that mean for me in my life? What am I missing? What am I not listening to? What have I thought about? What have I dreamed about? What have I, you know, I can't say it enough. Just take five minutes to think about what's kind of nagging at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you enjoy? What lights you on fire? I was talking to a client this morning about exercise and, and food and, and she's making all these great changes, but she can't, they, they don't stick. And she's like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, well, right. If you don't love what you're doing, if you don't find joy in it, it's not sustainable. If you can't do it forever, it's it's not sustainable. And so what are these basic things that you need? What brings you joy? What doesn't seem like work? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the million dollar question mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of people. And it takes quieting this outside noise to figure out what do you need? You have one life, mm-hmm. one life. Who knows how long it's going to last? Mm-hmm. What changes do you need to make? What would you regret not pursuing? Yeah. And a quote that comes to mind as you're saying that is from Dr. Oliver Page. He's a medical doctor and a psychologist. And he said, while the fixed mindset keeps us trapped by fear of failure, the growth mindset expands the possible. And then he breaks this process down into four zones. So there's the comfort zone, Mm -hmm. basic needs, feeling safe and in control. The fear zone where you lack self-confidence. We find excuses. We get affected by other people's opinions when we're all scared. Mm -hmm. The learning zone, which is where we acquire the new skills, deal with the challenges and the problems. And then that gets us to the growth zone, which is where we find the purpose. We realize our aspirations. We set new goals, whether they're comfortable or not. And then we ultimately live out our dreams. And so there's these zones to get through. And the takeaway is that there's going to be peaks. There's going to be valleys. Mm -hmm. There's going to be plateaus. There's going to be ugly parts of the learning process that aren't fun to get through. But if you're avoiding the burnout and you're working through getting through those peaks and valleys, it's important to retreat to that comfort zone periodically so you don't burn out. Mm -hmm. But also to know that the ultimate goal is that I want to live an aligned, fulfilling life. And in order to do that, there's going to be comfort zone time. There's going to be fear zone time. There's going to be learning. And then there's going to be growth. Yeah. I think with growth too, it's important and change. It's important to acknowledge that it's not linear, right? Like there's going to be peaks and valleys and some days you're going to feel on top of the world and other days you're going to feel like you're dragon and that's life. And we were just talking about this, something that is helping both of us is knowing that there isn't an end goal. It's not the destination. It's the journey. And what are we learning throughout the journey? How can we have things to keep us going and excited during this time? Because as we're working towards something big, we need some motivation to keep us going and celebrating the small victories, but ultimately shifting our mindset from this is a forever thing. 
growing and evolving. There isn't an end all be all. And maybe there is, maybe it's enlightenment and suddenly we'll be like, ah, which like, God, please. Um, (laughs) But just knowing that every day, if I can be better than the day before, that's a win. If I can do one thing to get me one step closer to feeling fulfilled, feeling on fire and, and living out my purpose, then that's then that's enough. That's such a beautiful thought. And I think sometimes we need questions to ask ourselves in those moments where we're uncomfortable. So I either tell myself, this discomfort means I'm growing, mm-hmm. or this feeling is here to teach me something, or it's time to rest. Like it's either keep going because this is an alignment and you're not burned out or you're just burned out. Like, what am I learning in this? Is it serving my purpose of what I'm trying to do here? Or am I exhausted and I can't even figure out what that means? Yeah. I think for me right now, it's getting outside perspective, right? Like when I feel like I'm so uncomfortable and the world is spinning just taking a step back to connect with someone really helps me. But I didn't always know that. Mm-hmm. Like I had to get vulnerable and ask for help and learn what works for me in these moments. And it's trial and error. Mm-hmm. And it's different every situation. Anytime I'm feeling a little uncomfortable, it's okay, to your point, like what is this trying to teach me? How can I overcome this? And usually it's reaching out to you or therapist and being like, Walk me, like help me question my own thoughts because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't, in those moments, we don't think about these questions. We think it's just ruminating thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so to have an outside perspective and for someone to be, just to question those and to challenge your thoughts is so powerful. It really is. And I just, I want to challenge everyone and ask you, you know, when will you get tired of the same complaints about your life? When will you start tackling the things you know that will help improve your health or your confidence or your abilities or your peace or your fulfillment? And what is stopping you from getting a little more uncomfortable and chasing that dream or idea? And the answer is you are stopping yourself. The answer is you. Like, it's only you. You can be a victim of whatever you want to choose in your life. Mm -hmm. Or you can realize I got this. I can do this. I can bust through these ideas. And you know what? If you feel like you can't and you need some help, we are here for you. We're doing this every day. We are uncomfortable every day. And you're not alone. And we're not alone. We've got each other. And we're here for you guys too. Let's get uncomfortable together. Let's stay away from the panic. And let's make some moves towards a more rewarding and aligned life together. Yeah, let's make the conscious effort and choice to choose discomfort over regret. Absolutely. Before we jump into our three gold stars, we want you guys to know that we're here for you. This work is messy and hard, and we feel it, and we are right here with you. Yeah, yeah. Struggling, struggling through it with you, for sure. But we're not stopping, and we're here to support you throughout the whole way. If you found value in this episode and anything we shared, please leave us a review. It means more than you guys know, and it really helps us to get expand our message and get Ivy Unleashed in the hands of other people who may really need it. So please share, leave a review, let us know what you think of this episode, and, and if you're looking for more, you can always follow us on all socials at Old Ivy Health Co. Yes. 
All right. So right now it's time for our three gold stars. And today we're going to switch it up a little bit. Mm-mm-mm. You know, getting started in this process of getting uncomfortable, we have questions for you instead of action steps to get out a piece of paper and actually write some powerful stuff down. So number one, what aspiration or dream is constantly begging for your attention? Number two, what uncomfortable feeling arises when you think about chasing that dream? And three, what would be the first step to making that goal or process begin? Mm -mm -mm. Let's get those (laughs) dreams a cooking. And this week's piece of gold comes from Stephen R. Covey from the seven habits of highly effective people. He says, self-growth is tender. It's holy ground. There's no greater investment. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold. (laughs) 